Hey guys. And welcome back to the Tech Buddies podcast. Today's episode is going to be a discussion about the latest and greatest Apple Vision Pro. We have been waiting for this episode for a long time. We were waiting for the embargo to drop and then out of nowhere MK MKBHD released the unboxing video and soon a small amount of creators like I Justine and then there also the Verge and more small channels not mm-hmm. all the channels they all released their own videos about the Apple Vision Pro and now today officially the deliveries have begun and many people have started receiving their Apple Vision Pro so uh, there are much more videos right now to like really go off and kind of, so now we can base our opinion based on that uh that being said i guess we can start with the episode uh first of all let's discuss the pricing uh because that's the most important aspect of it uh athar what are your thoughts on the pricing of the vision pro after seeing these videos and like the features and all that were there in the vision pro do you think the pricing is justified i wouldn't say the pricing is justified but then i also uh, understand from like apple's perspective that they couldn't <clears throat> price it any lower and that's why they probably gave it the pro moniker and i think this is one of the first um, apple products in which they tried to create a new category uh, they've directly launched a pro uh, device so i think apple is um, going for uh, a situation where they uh, try to go all in in creating their first product so that it can be the best according to apple standards but of course it has the flaws uh, of being a first gen device but all the tech which apple has managed to uh, pack into this um, device it's pretty out- out- outstanding like uh, we sh- we saw the video which uh, apple released on their uh, channel about uh, making of the vision pro and we clearly saw how much uh, efforts it takes like behind the scenes in the production to create like such a device so um uh, $3500 is not justified especially when you have other headsets in the market like the meta uh, quest uh, which are way 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 cheaper and have more app support and things like that but then um apple had to do it the apple way and yeah that's <clears throat> what it is and it's obviously not for everyone although uh the pre-order numbers say that there have been 200,000 pre-orders but it's mostly creators if you see i mean every uh, creator beat uh, has a tech related youtube channel or who has a tech related twitter x now x uh, account all of them have almost uh, gone and bought the vision pro so um it's mostly the enthusiasts who have uh, gone and bought the vision pro as of now and uh I think Apple is as of now just targeting that market and then obviously in the future maybe next year or two years down the line they might be a cheaper version of this hopefully. Hmm. I kind of agree and I still think Apple could have done made some cuttings in the cost because for Apple like manufacturers are ready to give concessions because they usually like have really big orders in place and I'm sure they'll still continue selling the Vision Pro even though it's out of stock like right now they'll sure they'll surely bring it back in stock but I guess this round was just to see how things are and 
and since it's not that feature pack they haven't like really worked on like developing new games or anything like that for it like it's many of its apps are just mac and all, uh, ipad ports right because it's running on yeah, the I don't m1 think, yeah i don't think uh, for apple is marketing it as a uh, gaming device because there are other alternatives like the psvr2 and things like that and apple could uh, not compete with uh, that, them in terms of pricing so what they are calling it is spatial computing so basically uh, apple wants you to think that this is a device which replaces your uh, mm. computer in the future and not uh, something uh, where you'll uh, play games in general but yeah that that's uh, open for the developers also if they want to develop games and things like that for the vision pro so this this is like a very early uh, what do you call it you can call it kind of a prototype but not a prototype it's like a revised version it's like a very entry level thing into the market by apple try uh, and their thought process is that this might become a thing in the future if you see ar vr headsets is not a new concept it has been uh, there since like 10 years so if apple is getting into the market after 10 years and uh, launching a product at 3500 they they think there is a future in this like landscape and that's why they uh, want their uh, device to exist and um, they'll obviously like develop on it in the upcoming years as well yeah but i still think it's a bit half baked in general like what's the point of making a like a spatial experience if you don't have other experiences to accompany it apart from just having a couple of windows and a pass through those are things that like even like other brands could do if they really wanted but there needs to be more spatial experiences for example like if you're watching a movie on hotstar in the vision pro it blocks out the entire other screen like you can't have multiple other apps because they're afraid of like you copying that thing or like recording it using the vision pro so that itself is limiting in general and also they they practically didn't have to put that much effort into any of the things like oh we need to get like what meta had to do we they all needed to port the apps to their platform for apps to work but over here it was very seamless the only things they had to work on were like the uh, typing and the gesture controls which they already had slowly figured out from the apple watch and even many of the physical elements of it they have borrowed from like the crown and they even the measurements and stuff they have considering apple is one of the biggest brands in the world like I still kind of expected more like but I feel like it's a bit lackluster for the price like yeah, and we are in 2023 right now like the competitors are not mm-hmm. as bad like so when you do a price to performance analysis I still feel like uh, Apple could have done much more and now when we discuss the shortcomings it's even more evident that Apple could have done more yeah but then yeah. Tim Cook justifies the $3500 price point saying that it is tomorrow's technology today and is the right value but, but then, Tim Cook is the uh, same person who justified that 8 GB RAM is enough and 16 GB <laughs> RAM is not it's it's finally if you use 8 GB RAM and it clearly just, wasn't I was just quoting his perspective <laughs> but then yeah surely this is still a very niche market be 
uh, be it the 300 dollars headset which are available or even the Apple Vision Pro and I think Apple has already uh, found their market for this product who are like the enthusiast people who and technically this could be like a, a beta testing kind of thing for Apple like what like Samsung did with the Galaxy Fold Gen 1 yeah they just like launched it and then they they didn't know whether it would like sell or not and what would be the thing but then people slowly started adopting it so then they started creating further generations so I think if Apple were not at least like they have taken the risk at least i mean uh all all like like enthusiasts so so to say were like all bored about uh smartphones just being re- iterative with like very uh small upgrades year to year and they're not any big innovations that are happening i think apple at least took that step and obviously it's a first gen product there are going to be problems so <laughs> sure apple could have taken uh, more time and refine the whole thing before launching it but then how much could Apple do on their own especially when it's a new category they did whatever uh, they thought was like innovative and like which could interest the masses and after a point uh, it all depends on the developers who create the apps and things like that so I think that the Vision Pro existing also uh, helps developers create apps and people who have mm-hmm. ideas uh, on how to uh, use spatial computing in the future like they have like a device on which they can test it out so um, that way I think uh, that's that's what was Apple's thoughts yeah but I still yeah. feel there was a room for so much more improvement especially when it comes to the battery they've given a really small I think yeah, around yeah. 3000 mAh battery uh, with the yeah, footprint that- of a where a 10,000 mAh power bank could fit. So if they yeah, really wanted, uh, they could do that. And also I feel like, I know Apple always emphasizes on the materials they use on their products, but maybe they could have gone for cheaper materials like plastic, what, what they use, like that type of plastic they use in their AirPods. The AirPods is an expensive product, but it still has a decent amount of, like its main build is out of plastic and it does not feel too cheap. So Apple could have used that and even made the Vision Pro lighter and it's already one of the most heavier. Yeah, I think that, uh, that's probably what they want to do with the non-Pro version and that's why they deliberately named this the Pro for like the Pro users or who are into this uh, like materials and finish to be prim and proper and things like that. I think... Uh, that's uh, about the price i think uh, apple could have obviously done uh, a lot of things to curb the price and they might do uh, that in the another thing people are telling which apple could have done to reduce the price is uh, they didn't even have to put the uh, whole outer display to show the eyesight feature that outer display is mainly being used for the eyesight feature uh, people are telling that uh, that was not necessary and then if there's a non-pro version ever gonna come out, Apple can skip on that and reduce the price and things like that. Uh, before we talk about like the um, problems or like shortcomings which the reviewers uh, experienced, I think we should look at the unboxing because for the first time ever, Apple is giving a lot of things in the box. So it's a first of all, it's a huge box. 
in the box you get uh, the headset itself and the glass is covered with like a i don't know how, how to call it it's covered with um, like a coating i mean not coating is like a cloth type uh, cover so that the glass is protected when you're not using it and then you get uh, then you get like obviously the uh, pamphlets with all the details there's a whole booklet with the introduction so that you go through that then you get a microfiber cloth inside the box which helps you keep the vision pro clean so that's that's interesting then you get two light seals one comes attached and then there's another one if you uh, want like more uh, if you think light is still cre- uh, creeping through you can add uh, use the additional one there's a uh, obviously uh, all the marketing material and all of those show the solo net band but then uh, there's another band which is provided in the box itself which is the dual loop band and apparently that's the more comfortable one then there's of course the battery pack which is a 3166 mAh battery which will sit in your pocket and it will be connected via a cable uh, there's also usb c to c uh, braided cable and the charging brick i think it's a 30 watt charging brick so if um, if you're like using it as a uh, computer computer kind of a thing you can maybe plug in the 30 watt adapter to the wall and then connect that via type c to the battery uh, bank which will keep charging so you uh, you don't have to like get inter- uh, interrupted in the middle because of the battery running out so that's uh, an o- an option you can't hot swap the battery because as soon as you unplug the uh, connector the vision pro like shuts down that's the only way uh, the vision pro shuts down so otherwise if you take it out uh, take it off from your eyes it remains on standby mode so you can't hot swap the batteries you can maybe daisy chain the batteries and things like that but it'll get too complicated so the only choice you have is to stay connected to the wall if you uh, want like uninterrupted uh, usage which is pretty bad can <laughs> say considering you you have other options like the meta where you meta quest where you can play games and all of those other things and it has a longer battery life than this i think apple should have thought through uh, that better or they could have given a bigger uh, like battery pack maybe 3 i mean 3166 is really small i mean their phones uh, use uh, bigger batteries than that and so that was about the box yeah i guess that kind of covered the fact of the aspects about the battery too and i still think they could have included a bigger battery because considering the footprint of the battery and we have seen power banks with much which much higher capacity they could have also exactly. boasted a really good battery life by just increasing that capacity but i don't know why apple decided to include such a small battery with it another major issue people had with the uh the vision pro like athar had mentioned before was the outer display it was simply not detailed or bright enough to p- provide any of the effects like apple demonstrated in their website it it felt very uncanny when it was on and people just didn't like it and that could be another way of saving the battery by just having that display off and it they could boast a better battery life and just having an outer black display that used to glare a lot itself it just felt very weird even the positioning of the eyes with the rest of the body and things it just felt off 
and i still don't know we still don't know maybe apple was just too afraid of being perceived as like a dystopian brand if like where like everyone's entrapped in their vision pro that's why maybe they included that type of thing but uh, i don't know it still it does not look really nice like how other was the for example other was showing this image and you can see how weird it looks right it does not like like what they uh, showcased and what like is reality doesn't match one bit i mean coming from like apple who is known for being uh flawless in like whatever they make it's pretty like like it's not a good impression like coming from apple like they market it like to be so fancy and uh that the eyes will be visible so clearly but then it's like super hard to gauge the eyes like even my uh, mkbhd uh and his team he, mkbhd wore the headset like uh through throughout the one episode which they dedicated to the vision pro on waveform podcast and then uh there were a lot of times when um, the co-hosts were trying to like see his eyes but then it, at very certain angles only you can see the this thing so apple could have just uh, not advertised uh, the feature and this would have reduced cost held battery life and i mean it's not making a huge difference being there so yeah and one more thing reviews reviewers had mentioned is that the field of view of the vision pro is much lesser than any of its cheaper competitors mm. which in itself offers a like a not so great experience because you're paying so much and you can still see the black borders when you're like seeing through the vision pro so that's not all that great but one good thing was mm. that uh, the pass through is excellent and despite having to battle yeah through glare and other environmental like changes like in conditions that the pass through was very very that. good so that reviewers were able to praise one thing people found a bit uncanny was like other but i think if you saw the screen share you would have seen the pictures is the 3d uh, model of mm-hmm. you that uh, apple makes for facetime calls because obviously it cannot scan it cannot like have like a face Uh, like a camera right in front of your face right like when you're on a facetime call on your phone so apple resorted to making a 3d scan of your face using your iphone which is very this simple is to make persona yeah it's a digital persona yeah one of those things but uh, while theoretically it's really easy to make the face has a cer- like a certain amount of frozenness to it it does not feel real it feels like an animatronic which many people find uncanny and just unnatural looking you'll get adjusted to it is what the reviewers are saying but still it does not look all that polished especially considering it's coming from apple and yeah there was this weird fair, thing this is this is still in beta so uh, hopefully like when the actual thing comes out it's better and apple is like uh, also uh, releasing videos or something like that uh, uh giving tips on how to improve your digital persona by adjusting the lighting conditions or something like that i saw some uh, news like that so apple is trying to fix uh, the thing so yeah and one more thing they could have done is that they could have 
played with the speakers a bit more because I remember the reviewers saying that the speakers are loud and they are good good quality, but everyone around you can hear what you're listening to. Uh, a way they have combated that is by offering lossless with the AirPods Pro Gen Two, so that's a nice. And that the the catch is the the one with the USB C case is the only one which supports lossless. So if you have the Lightning's AirPods Pro or any other AirPods, it won't uh, support. Lossless and the uh, latency is also uh, a bit less compared to the other uh, earphones. But then MKBHD said that that's not like a huge deal breaker because uh, latency audio-wise uh, isn't like that big of a issue per se, especially if you're not playing games or things like that. Mm-hmm. And. Apart from that, there are some apps that are refusing to port in itself to uh, Apple Vision Pro. But what people are doing is they are coming up with inventive ways to create third-party solutions for that. For example, YouTube mm. hasn't launched a Vision Pro app yet, but the yeah. uh, but the developer who developed the Apollo app for Reddit has already developed mm. a new app for the Vision Pro, which offers allows you to watch YouTube. So. That's always an option, and obviously you have Safari. So, worst case scenario, you could just use Safari yeah, like just, how you'd use a Mac. See, that is the thing. Like when uh, suppose like YouTube or Netflix or someone uh, says that we are not uh, launching an app for Vision Pro, these third-party developers can come in and launch an app, and that's how the ecosystem will uh, develop. So that's. That's what Apple is hoping, and that's what has happened. They've all out of the box. I think uh, Apple quotes that there are one million apps that are available, and with and six hundred are native uh, Vision Pro apps. So, uh, and the number is going to keep increasing as uh, new ideas for apps, which uh, and use cases uh, are um, found. So, the ecosystem is just going to grow. Mm-hmm. But. I guess that kind of is it, right? Like, I mean, uh, some people had complained that there was no like accessibility features in the sense that when you're, for example, when you now move to the Vision Pro, or the virtual reality experience, uh, there's like motion sickness and other things like that mm-hmm. people experience because you're not used to it. Like, it it's very common with other things too, but yeah. other develop. I mean, other. Uh, Competitors offer things to help combat motion sickness, but Apple has Apple just expects the users to just immediately just adapt to the Vision Pro experience, which is frankly hard to do. So I think maybe Apple should have features like that because we know they are working on similar features to reduce strain on users. For example, uh, devices with the uh, the. Uh, notch that has the fa- face id they have that feature mm-hmm. where like yeah, if your yeah. eyes are too close it tells your eyes like, oh, yeah like, yeah put it a bit far as well or yeah, it'll strain it uh-huh. so they could have thought about something similar for combating motion sickness which is very very common i've spoken to people who use vr headsets and they always experience it uh but yeah i i guess i expected a level of refinement from apple which i guess we just didn't see in this product so maybe i'm a bit disappointed but others are certainly happy with that i mean sure uh as of now uh it's like a it's still since it's like a new uh category and it's 
this thing people are enjoying like tinkering around with it and mm-hmm. like especially with the new uh, ways which apple has uh, in like uh, created for using it it's not using any external controller or anything it uses your uh, eye tracking for uh, navigating around the ui and it uses your fingers to uh, tap around so it, uh, people are like as of now it's just become a fun toy for people especially and i think uh, vr headsets in general has become like it's it's not like it's going to replace your smartphone or your uh, any device it's become an additional uh, product which you'll uh, use for entertainment or for uh, relaxing it's not like a it's not yet a productivity device or something like that although you can uh, use the vision pro for or uh, maybe mirroring your uh, mac dis- and uh, you can't mirror your windows laptop screen to the vision pro so you, you, if you have a mac only then you can mirror your screen and another drawback is you can mirror only one screen uh, of the mac at a time so people who are used to like dual monitor setups and things like that uh, that won't be possible with the vision pro so overall i think uh, there are way too many demerits than uh, merits for a $3500 device and that's why apple uh, is getting the uh, so called hate if you say but it's but then yeah it's their first gen product and uh, we should, we can give them that bit of slack and as the uh, developers come in and make more apps and the whole ecosystem uh, develops a bit more maybe more people will be able to like appreciate it like this there are many apps which are there on the vision pro right now like there's the app i don't remember the name you can see any uh, object in 3d and then you can just like uh, play around with it and like uh, disassemble it and reassemble it and things like that so like maybe you can uh, uh, see a f1 car like in its real size in, inside your room and then you can disassemble it and see each part of the car and things like that so for people who are uh interested or who want to learn about these kind of things it gives you a more uh hands on experience uh, which you may not be able to get in real life so these kind of scenarios um are there where um the ar vr headsets are used so useful and as people discover more of these uh situations where they can use the vision pro they and if they are an app developer then they can create apps for it and that's a whole thing grow so i'm pretty optimistic about uh the future of the vision pro and i'm sure apple uh, is working on a cheaper version of this for uh, the masses and because that's how um apple will also benefit if they are, if they are planning on dominating the category and that's the only way they can dominate by launching a cheaper version Yeah I guess with that we can end the episode I guess. Uh I just hope the Vision Pro does not have a similar fate to the HomePod where it does exist in Apple's ecosystem but it's so forgotten about and so undervalued in a way because of the lack of features or Apple learning from their mistakes. So I don't think Apple will uh take the same steps considering how much they have invested in the Vision Pro but Uh, we will will be sure we'll surely give you guys updates whenever uh, major updates come we'll include it along with our episodes for so for that stay tuned and i guess uh, maybe when the vision pro comes to other countries so one more thing i, I guess we in, we spoke about it but the vision pro is an america exclusive so like 
till yeah. now so when it does like eventually release to different countries you could try the experience in the uh, in apple's own apple store, store and then maybe speak for it and we are also waiting for that experience to happen uh, yeah and that being said i guess we can end the episode and we'll catch you guys in the next one and stay safe and we'll if you haven't followed us yet on um, any of our platforms then do follow us i mean we greatly appreciate the follow and there's also a rate option in spotify so do rate us if you are an apple podcast then you can drop a review if you're listening on alexa i think even you can ask your alexa device to rate us by just telling alexa to rate this podcast or whatever you want to rate it and on youtube you can follow us at tech buddies podcast and we are uploading a couple of videos and also we upload a couple of shots so check that out ces lots of interesting products that are kind of reminiscent to the vision pro in the sense that they're all looking at the future so if you want to know about more futuristic products check the shots out and a few community tab posts where we keep you guys uh, kind of updated with the tech world maybe some things we haven't covered yet in the podcast so if you want to like stay fully in touch with the tech world then do check that out also follow us on instagram at the rate tech buddies pod but yeah that's the end of the plugin and we'll see you guys in the next episode